What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. Episode 94. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing better, man. Had a little uh, cold this uh, weekend, like Thursday. Was I was out the whole weekend, man. Couldn't Ugh. really go out. Didn't know if it was COVID or the flu. Don't know what it is, man. Feel a little better, but I'm uh, getting ready to get back in the mix. So there you go. How are you guys doing over there? Yeah, we're doing good. Getting ready for uh, you know the the, the nice uh, July Fourth weekend. Always a uh, you know one of the the highlights of the summer, and then uh, off to Saratoga next weekend to see uh, Dave Matthews Band play. Oh snap! They're gonna be uh be up there with all them ladies and talk about Dave. <laughs> oh yeah, that's me, Rich. He's, he's playing on uh, he's playing in uh in uh, Jones Beach right now as we speak. Oh no, nah. that's a, that's a rule. When you're from New York, you don't go to New York beaches. <laughs> I love Jones Beach, uh, the beach that uh, my dad grew up going to, and, and we used to go when we were kids. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean the beaches have got a lot better since uh, you know I was a kid. I mean Orchard Beach is probably a, a a very decent beach now, but the only thing is the water. That's pretty much the uh, the thing about New York beaches that it doesn't have mm-hmm. the water compared to like some of the other places. Uh, like if you go to a beach in Connecticut or down to the shore, the mm-hmm. uh, beaches are a lot cleaner. Okay, good to know. But, I mean, let's get right into it, man. Uh, we had the uh, not too much in NFL this week. We're getting some news on the Deshaun Watson front as far as uh, getting closer to what the NFL is going to announce as far as uh, penalty. Um, still looking around a six game to a year, uh, six, I imagine six years, uh, six game to uh, uh, one year suspension. Yeah, I'm still, you know, it sounds like they're bracing for the worst. And then it also sounds like, you know, Baker's still saying he's not going to play for the Browns again. So I'm not sure what. Uh, what they got going on over there, if they're going to start that rookie kid that they drafted or, or what. But, yeah, it looks like at least six games. And, you know, the way that, the, the you know, the insiders are coming out, it sounds like it could be it could be a full year. Yeah, that's going to be the interesting thing to see if, it's a, if it is the actual full year. Or if we get shocked, then maybe they hit them with a two-year. But it's still a lot to be uh, seen here because uh, it looks like the Texans are being pulled into the uh, other lawsuit with the other four girls that didn't settle. Seems like they were doing it or they knew about it prior to and nothing was reported. So looking forward to seeing what's, what's coming out of that as well, because that also might uh, make this uh, suspension longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either way, it's not looking good for him. Yeah, but I mean, as bad as it sounds, <laughs> he still got 230 guaranteed. But I'm sure uh, they're going to figure out somehow to, you know, uh, make sure not he doesn't get all that money, depending on the suspension. Yeah, it does sound like that Cleveland actually does have some outs in that contract. So, you know, it's not all, it's not, you know, it's not 100% guaranteed. Nope. But, uh, I mean, that just puts their uh, organization back into turmoil. I mean, it looks like they, they, they're never going to build a franchise, man. Just, I don't know. It feels like they're cursed, really, now when you look at it. It sure seems like it. They can't, they can't seem to do anything right. Maybe they need to move out of Cleveland. Uh, that, that, that's a start. That would that would be a start. Yes, they 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 did that once. Yeah, then they turned to the Ravens and <laughs> Ravens won a Super Bowl. Yeah. See, I mean, maybe they need to follow follow the steps, man. <laughs> where, where are they gonna go now? Uh, maybe they go maybe they go to uh 
not uh, maybe to San Diego, even though you know the Chargers just left San Diego. I'm trying to think of other places uh, where, where they can uh, get a team, build a quick fan base. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, that, that's what I said. It, it probably has to be one of those old, old uh, cities where a team was and they left. Mm-hmm. I, I know those. I know that's the best way to build a fan base because uh, some of those teams they kind of wish their team was there. Um, they kind of root for the new team or the team that left, but they still deep down inside they just want their own uh, state team back. Yeah. And then outside of that, the NFL teams are getting ready to gear up for uh, you know training camp in a few months. I mean, the 49ers are on the clock. I mean, we got Jimmy G. They say he's looking, getting healed up. He's going to be able to throw come uh, training camp. Um, uh, who, who are you liking as the quarterback, man? Jimmy G or? Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you hear all this stuff coming out with Jimmy G this week. I mean, the, the Martellus Bennett basically called him soft. Edelman said that <laughs> everyone in the locker room was upset with him for not sound, you know, not playing that, that fourth game with Tom Brady's suspension. I think that, you know, they felt like, he could have played, you know, if, if he was, you know, tough, tough enough that the injury wasn't bad enough for him to sit. And then he got traded a few games later. No, sorry, he got traded the next year. But, you know, now, you know, now they're saying <laughs> the beat writers around here are like, well, I guess Bill made the right decision. I, I don't know. I, I'd still, you know, I still with the Trey Lance situation, I still lean Jimmy G just because I didn't see anything from Trey Lance last year in the couple games that inspired confidence so maybe it's you know get start with jimmy g you got pretty much seven or eight weeks to trade him if you want to do that i don't know what his contract i have to look up his contract and and, and what that looks like post uh well we're post tune one now so it doesn't really matter and and where the kickers are but uh to me it's it starts the season with with jimmy g and, and then play it play it from there yep you I mean you gotta you gotta go into the season with some kind of protection i mean only they really know how good uh Trey Lance is, I mean, he, he could totally blossom during the offseason and uh, come back, come training camp time and be ready to go. But I feel like I feel like there's not a lot of teams uh, that really want Jimmy G or maybe the 49ers are asking for too much. But I don't know. I feel like something, something fishy is going on over there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. Why is that? Why is that? I don't know, because I feel like if you, even though, I don't know, let's say, let's say you have your quarterback in training, right? Yep. You know he's going to be the quarterback for the future, right? You might as well just let the guy go, and if your new quarterback going to fail, he's going to fail. But it's it's yeah. for him to get reps. So That's the most yeah, important I, thing. I I would normally I would agree with you. However, they went to the NFC Championship last year, so that makes it you know to me that that they're you know again they got they got beat up a little by the Rams, but they're what a game away from being in another Super Bowl, and you know. Jimmy G's already brought them, you know, Ben, not brought them. I won't say he brought them, but he's already involved in another Super Bowl with them. So that's the, that's the tough part for me. Like I'll, I'll, you know, in a vacuum, I'd say, yeah, give the young guy reps and, and whatever. But I feel like their team isn't far away from being a Super Bowl contender. I mean, if Jimmy G can get you there and, and you know, defense can make some plays and, and you can win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, I, I think you have to do it. I don't know, man. I kind of feel like it's like the, uh, like that, uh, when there's the Alex Smith quarterback, and then there was Patrick Mahomes in the in the wing. Not to say that um, Trey Lance is uh, Patrick Mahomes, but they're gonna there's pretty much beating themselves over the head with it, with the same trying to do the same thing over yeah. and over. But I mean, you gotta you gotta take that risk. I mean, mm-hmm. he can't be he can't be that much worse than Jimmy G. If Jimmy yeah, G can get you the Super Bowl, I mean, and you gotta you gotta you gotta um, a coach that's a quarterback guru. He he'll figure it out. What what plays work? What plays work with him? 
to get him at least back to the same position at at, at uh at worst. Yeah. On to the NBA. I mean, we had the NBA draft wrap up. We, we kind of had some of the picks right. I mean, we didn't didn't think Smith would go three, but I mean, hey, the the Magic thought otherwise. That was a little uh, shocking. We kind of thought that uh you know home game will go second just because OKC has so many picks. Even mm-hmm. if home home runs a bust, they can afford to take that chance. But you know they kind of loved them. They were sitting on them, even though Smith was there at two. And then uh you know Smith went three to you know uh, Houston. Houston's got a nice little team there. They also got uh, Ty Ty Washington later on. So I mean they're building a nice little young roster there, and they got some more picks coming up this year and next year. And then uh, I mean we have my Knicks man. They were trying to get uh, Ivy man. I mean, they had to send Spike over there to go get him, and they just couldn't make it happen, man. And they ended up trading the pick, getting three more picks for next year. I mean, hopefully that turns into something. I think those picks are protected, but even if they're, you know, right outside, you know, what we call right outside the protection, like, you know, sometimes it's like one to three protected or something like that. If it's four, stuff like that, well, I mean, I'll take it because then uh, yeah. that gives us, gives us a chance to move up, package those picks, especially if they're all close. Let's say you get like four, six, and seven or or eight, you know, that could be enticing for some other teams at like two or three. But, I mean, from what I'm seeing, it looks like the number one pick is probably going to be locked for next year. Um, yeah, it's a kid from uh, France, right? France, yeah, Victor. Uh, yeah, um, from Bongas, something or something like that. Um, probably butchering his name, but uh, he's like seven two, seventeen uh, year old from France. I mean, uh, he when they played when they played the uh, like you know under I figure they call like under eighteen Euro League when the U.S. played them. I mean, he was busting uh, Holmgren's ass from what I've seen. So. And he was only, he's only, well, now he's like 17. I think at the time he might have just turned 17. So uh, mm-hmm. he definitely needs to put on uh, some more weight, kind of home, homegrown type ish. But he doesn't look like frailly like he does. He's definitely looking, he looks skinny, kind of like when Giannis was, uh, you know, coming into the NBA. KD like frame, though. But she can shoot, put it on the floor. He'll probably be one of the number one picks for uh, next year. So, yeah, no, I, I've, I've seen some video clips of him and he looks like he's, uh, you know, he could be the real deal. But I don't know. You know, I still I still worry about the European picks sometimes. But I guess it's less of a concern in this NBA. Yeah. Not not every not everyone's Luka Doncic either. So. Yeah, or Giannis. But I, or, but that's the Giannis. thing. That's the thing. Once once you see once they see one, they're gonna yeah. go. It's like it's like playing uh playing the lottery. Yeah. Or like you know going to the casino. Once you hit once, you feel like oh man. Once you hit one of those prop bets, man, you're like man. Uh, if I get like t- is I, yeah, if I get two more, this is easy, man. So, I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how uh, things shake out for the lottery next year. But it's definitely going to be worth uh, keeping your eyes glued on. We got NBA free agency. Um, NBA's trying to get a little spicy. We thought Kyrie was going to pull the trigger and opt out, but he opts in. How are you feeling about that? I I mean, I I think he probably was like, he would have loved to have gone somewhere, but no one wants to take him is what it boils down to, except for the Lakers. And I'm not sure he really wants to go back and play with LeBron again. So he was probably like, you know what, let me just opt in and then I can, uh, you know, figure out what to do next year. I don't know. Kyrie has this. I feel like sometimes he can, you know, when he just like shuts his mouth and plays basketball, they could be fine. Like they could be a really good team next year uh, with him, Durant uh, and Simmons coming back. And and then, you know, then then you'll figure out, you know, where he's going to go in the offseason. But I mean, it was as, as much as Brooklyn probably wants, wants him out of there, it was probably their the best move for him to stay. Uh, at that, you know, at that price, which, you know, isn't isn't terrible, but 
again, if I think if things start to to go a little sideways, that they can they can probably move him for something at the deadline. Oh yeah, this is gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. That situation played out plays out as well. Not only for him, but for um, like you said, Simmons, AD, and all the other players on the team because they're gonna be one of the favorites in the East next year. Being that they have a let's say they have a healthy roster, but um, if one of those guys is not healthy or not playing. You know, how, how, how much uh, how much can KD take? I mean, he's going to be pretty much wasting his uh, time in Brooklyn if, uh, you know, the reason why he went there, the guys aren't showing up. Yeah, no, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I felt like, you know, we, we, we were getting close to like a really, like he said, a really spicy offseason here. And then, you know, Kyrie resigned, Westbrook opted, not that he wasn't going to opt in because no one else is paying him $47 million. Durant's, you know, most likely, I would guess, going to stay in, in Brooklyn now. I don't know. I was hoping for some fireworks there early on, but I, I, I'm not sure. We're, I'm not sure it's going to be that way. I mean, we still got Levine and Beal, man. Um, yeah. Those those are two uh, guys that can help a team, and then we're going to have some uh, other players as well. So as of right now, I was uh, scrolling through the list. I mean, John Wall, he's going to go to Clippers. I don't. I don't think he's uh, obviously in his prime anymore, but I think uh, I think he fits that mold of the team. It's going to be interesting to see how they play because they still have guys on the on their team that play the point guard position i wouldn't think he get minutes over but mm-hmm. we'll have to see what happens then there's some other stories with you know your boy uh miles bridges um teams didn't want to pay him the super max but uh i mean he's a valuable guy too at the you know three or four position put up 20 points a game kind of a highlight a reel so i mean he can definitely be used on the right team and then uh, i saw some other i mean we got obviously Aiden. um there's debate he'll go to detroit or um, Dallas, or some of the teams are favorite to try to pick him up. Um, I don't think he's going back to the Suns. Yeah, the, Sun, the Suns are still number one, but um, who jumped? Uh, someone jumped way up. And was it the someone jumped the Pistons in the? Hold on, let me just look at that. Looking at it, my buddy sent it to me. So a little shocked. The Nets moved way up. They jumped the Pistons uh, for the second best odds to land Aiton. Um, so I think before Kyrie opted back in. I wonder if they were, they were thinking like trade to Aiton and picks for Durant, something like that. Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe they, I, yeah, but that's the thing. I don't know. Uh, it, It's a lot. It's a lot of players out here, man. Okay. We mentioned, we mentioned Jalen Brunson looking to get him. I don't think, like I said before, I don't think he's going to be a, a game changer to the franchise. Definitely need a point guard, but I think we need more of our um, current players to step up. I would like to see more playing time from, uh, my boy Obi and uh, Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, RJ is going to have to step it up. I mean, even though he's putting up 20 points a game, he's got to take it to another level right now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'll just be a, a good player and right. not a great right. player. So uh, the great players is what's going to help you get in the playoffs and really make a name for yourself. And then uh, there was some other, you know, Colin Saxon was up there, uh, Anthony Simmons. Then there's a bunch of role players, man. So I'm from yeah. uh, Bro- Brooklyn. The Warriors role players are up here. There's a bunch. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not, I mean, that's, that's your typical off season. That's not spicy. I was looking for like the, you know, the big stuff. Oh yeah. And once the big players don't move, then it's pretty much going to see uh, who can uh, tool up the role players. Yep. That's what, that's what we're really going to be looking for. See what teams that made the playoffs, how, how can they, how much better can they get with their role players? Exactly. Cause I know the Celtics were in the, uh, running for some guys. Who, who would you guys like to uh, try to pick up? Oh, <sighs> Tough. That's a tough question. Depends on what's out. They have the they still they have the mid level exception they can use, and they got Fournier's uh, TPE that can be used as well. So 
Uh, I think it's just really who 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 opens up on on the trade market. Probably some sort of expiring contract, um, you know, like a Jay Crowder type or someone like that. I think would help them out. I, I just don't. I don't think they're going to do anything. You know, Buller, you know, hot on Dejounte Murray from from San Antonio, but the Spurs want like three or four first round picks, which is I think fine. You know, whatever. Like it, it, it where they're going to be drafting for the next three or four years, they're probably not going to do much anyways. But then it's like they want players and picks. At some point, you got to be like, all right, you guys are ridiculous. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really positive. I think they could go a bunch of fronts. I think they need a, uh, someone who can provide them some offense, but also be a decent defender. I don't think you need to be the best because they have they have some pretty good defensive players on the team already. Uh, one of the best defensive teams in the league, but I think you don't want a liability out there either. So um, some somewhere like that. That's why I'm thinking like a Jay Crowder type. I don't I don't know if he's the best fit. At, you know, at his age, but. Um, someone like that. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, man. Because I don't think there's any defenders like that. I mean, unless you guys try to get P.J. Tucker, but that's not he's not really more of a scorer, he's just a defender. Yeah. But, I mean, that's always useful because you can put him on the best t- the team's best uh, player. Right, right. Then he'll uh, try to frustrate him, burn out some fouls. So, but it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I mean, we still got another day. It's mm-hmm. going to kick off, I think, tomorrow afternoon after 3. They're going to they're gonna be hitting them sirens. Uh, showing them signings. I'm sure people are talking now. And they're just waiting to announce the, the signing. So, yeah. You guys get Rondo, man. He's still out there. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that ship has sailed. You never know, man. Might want to finish where he started it all. And then uh, on to uh, MLB. I mean, not too much has changed, man. Yan- <laughs> Yankee, Yankees are coming up behind, from behind, winning games. The hitting is there. Pitching was a little suspect, but hey, the hitting is there, man. Hitting is doing what he got to do to. Win us some games, still in first place. Uh, nothing, yeah. n- nothing has changed on both both sides. I don't know if uh, anything else you noticed. No, no. Uh, Judge's price uh, keeps getting higher and higher. You know, the, the longer we get into the season, uh, he did he did settle for a nineteen million dollar uh, contract this year in arbitration. Um, but yeah, his 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 price tag is going up uh, seemingly with every swing of the bat. Yeah, I, I think like you said, it's kind of been. You know, status quo this week. The only the only thing of news I felt like that was kind of big over the weekend was the uh, big brawl out in uh, Los Angeles. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, the Mariners and the Angels, um, but suspensions were doled out today, and there's some big ones. Yeah, so some ten games, seven games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the relief pitchers broke his elbow trying to get into the fight. Uh, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of funny because that Angels team, like, they have some fiery guys, but then they have like Otani and Trout, and it's like two guys <laughs> that I don't think could care less. Oh no, but I, I think that definitely hurt them because they they're one of those teams that are kind of on a bubble. Of like you know trying to get in the playoffs and you know make some noise and then this happens. Yeah, and you know I thought it was funny because they showed like Otani like coming out and he's just like everyone's already like out fighting and he kind of like jogs out like grabs one of the Mariners player and just tries to, like pull him pull him out of the pile and like hold him. It was just really <laughs> it's just funny because like you know like I feel like I didn't see the Trout version but I'm sure it was probably similar. Yeah, you run outside. You run, you run out there. You grab somebody. You say, "Hey, man, please, just I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get in any fight, man. Just, just make yeah. it look good. Make it look good, yeah, man. Exactly. I need to be out here, but I don't want to be out here. Yeah. So, some of it was just like over the top. One of the guys came. He threw. He threw like a a uh like you know like the tray of chips or something like that. Whatever out on the field. Oh, that was yeah. That's that closer, Rizel Iglesias. Yeah, he's like. Wasn't, didn't even really seem involved with it. He threw all the sunflower seeds out there. Yeah, I'm like, bro, first of all, the drum went like five feet. You're trying to yeah. throw it all the way at the other dugout. Yeah, what are you doing? 
Yeah, come on, man. You wasted all the sunflower seeds now, man. But I mean, other than that, I mean, it wasn't really much much else going on. No, a lot of, a lot of yelling, shouting. There's a couple punches that landed, but other than that, yeah, like you said. Yeah, look, not, it looked not, like somebody almost got stomped out for one minute, but I know it, it wasn't. It didn't look that bad though. Yeah, thought they were trying to be like the NHL for a minute <laughs> with these fights. And then, uh, I mean, speaking of the NHL, Stanley Cup just finished. Uh, we kind of predicted uh, Colorado would come through. Took them six games, one extra game than we predicted. How are you feeling about it, man, after they won? Yeah, I mean, they, they were the best team all year. They were the best team in the playoffs. And, and uh, you know, it's 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 uh, predict- it was kind of predictable, I think, from, from from early on there. They were hammering teams early in the playoffs. They, they kind of smoked through the Western Conference pretty easily. You know, I felt like Tampa Bay would put up a little more of a fight. I mean, there's a little bit of a controversial call in Game 5, but... Um, you know, or uh, in game four, sorry, in game four. And then uh, Tampa came back, won game five uh, in Colorado, and then Colorado closed them out. But, you know, they had the best defenseman, maybe the best player in the playoffs in Cal McCarr. Uh, it was just, again, just solid play from Landis Gog and, and Kinnan and, and that whole team. Uh, and now they got to figure out how they keep it rolling. I mean, they got a good young core, good coach, Joe Sackick up in the front office, uh, wheeling and dealing. Hockey's a tough one to, to keep the, the core together because then these guys, you know, need to, they're going to want to get paid. It happened in Chicago, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they, they 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 were they won three cups in six years, which is what you want. Uh, but now they're kind of at the bottom of the barrel because they had to pay Patrick Kane and John Taves. Uh, mm-hmm. So you, you know you, you'll run into that in hockey just with the, the lower salary cap. So you gotta you gotta capitalize now. So it's either putting the over under at you know two and a half championships uh, in this little window. So we'll see. We'll see if they can they can keep it together and be back here next year. Yeah, I mean the main thing for them is how, how can they get more explosive. Um, which is going to be difficult. And, I mean, one of the fastest teams we've seen all year, like you mm-hmm. mentioned. I mean, they're definitely going to have to re-sign uh, uh, Valeri. Uh, that's one of the uh, pieces on their team. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, I mean, I mean, they're the favorite to win it next year. I think, uh, ta- you know, Tampa's second in line. And then uh, there was, like, the Maple Leafs and then the Rangers uh, and then uh, Carolina. So it's going to be hey. interesting to see how this plays out. You got some good young teams. I mean, the Rangers, no one thought, mm-hmm. that, you know, everyone thought they were still a couple of years away from being a contender. Um, their goalie was unbelievable. Uh, good young team there. You got a good young team in Carolina, good feisty team. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of, and of course, Tampa Bay. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be tough for them. Oh, yeah, I forgot Florida, too. So Yeah, Florida's there, too, yeah. East is tough. Yep, I mean, so we'll have to see what happens, man. It's going to be about who, who can keep the team together. Um, yep. And then also, just, uh, you know, uh, fight through the injuries. That was one of the big things for Tampa. I mean, they had a lot of injuries. They did. Um, guys in and out multiple times. For them, they just need rest. Uh, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, they, they did. They were just worn down, I think, at the end there. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. We got the uh, 4th of July d- edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. Well, I'll do the 4th of July one next week. Uh, we'll do a postmortem on 4th of July. But for this week, because uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I have uh, have on the me- on the menu yet. So this week, um, so living with my parents right now, so we're we're in between uh, our old house and our our next our next uh, our next house. So 
one of the uh, the famous dishes uh, that that we uh, always have uh, had since I was little. My dad that we had uh, we had tonight was a uh, it's an arroz con pollo, so chicken and rice. It's made uh, with both white meat and dark meat. So what you do on this is basically take the chicken, uh, season it up mostly with adobo, salt, pepper, uh, heavy on the uh, the adobo. Throw that in to a big frying pan with an onion, and then you um, kind of get that all going. And then start to, you throw some water in, cook the rice. So we cook just basically like a bag of rice and, and uh, again, season it with uh, some, some Goya uh, and some, some more adobo and, and let that kind of all meld together. There's a couple secret ingredients in there, but you know, you get that in there, get that all cooked up and then pull out the chicken and you can throw it in the oven for a few minutes just to crisp it up. Uh, but then you'll have some a little extra chicken kind of left over within the rice, and then yeah, just throw that chicken, chicken and rice, and then we do it with uh, some kidney beans on top. Oh, nice! That sounds uh, sounds like it. is your dad um Spanish? Yeah. Or? Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was like fifty percent. Yeah, I was like, uh, that's not no. Uh... <laughs> That's not no white people dish, man. <laughs> no, no, it is not. But yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds uh great. That sounds like a normal a normal day in the Bronx type of meal. <laughs> and then I would you guys uh, drink that down with? All right, so tonight I had uh um I don't think I've done this on 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 here yet. Uh, beer called Juice Machine from from Treehouse out in Charlton. So this one. I first had on uh, New Year's Eve 2015. Uh, I was at Treehouse, you know, not expecting it. They they dropped it as a new beer, and it was like, it was just really, really good. The label on it's like a little robot. Uh, he's, he's got his, like, head is full of, you know, different uh, fruits. But it, it just, like, it was one of those beers where you're having, like, oh, that was really good. So flash, uh, flash forward, you know, seven years. They still, you know, they make it more now than they had. So, you know, I think I think that it's whenever you scale beers, I think that something you lose a little bit of something. Not that I, I still think it's really good, um, but it's it's it, it almost like is not as juicy, but still, you know, I would say very juicy on that level. You know, just very citrusy. Uh, it really lives up to its name. Uh, very soft on the palate on the back end. It's uh, really smooth. Uh, you know, you you don't even really know you're drinking an IPA, um, and it comes in, I, I believe, at like eight and a half percent. So I I would give it, you know, I'd I'd give the current version still like a I'd give it an eight point four. I mean that's still good. Uh, eight point four for uh, uh, eight eight plus uh, uh, alcohol level beer. Um, that's pretty hard to find. I feel like I feel like most of the time when uh, beers are that that much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the high ABV. Yeah, it's 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 either like it's like too, too like boozy. yeah, or it makes you feel like too uh like full, and you yeah, know you don't right. you don't really get to enjoy it. Yep. But that's definitely uh that's definitely something worth checking out. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I think if you had pulled me in 2015, I would have probably given it somewhere in the mid to high nines. Uh, but you know, I think palates change a little bit, and and uh, just the the number of different beers that are out there. Definitely gonna. Add, I'm definitely gonna add that to the list. Um, mm-hmm. and I wish there needs to be like an Amazon of beers where you can just like go on Amazon and just like order beers, man. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. It would be nice. And then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, not too much for uh, BRRs this week. 
there was uh i mean the boys they got uh, episode six out great episode some good action and some uh hilarious stuff going on i know you saw me and tom talking about it in the group chat mm-hmm. about uh the uh hero hero orgy <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like ridiculous but it's hilarious at the same time but then there's some you know some action scenes in that part um so i mean when you guys get to it get to it uh we can revisit this but uh definitely something you want to check out great show i finished up uh obi obi-wan i don't know if you got a chance to watch that yet i haven't started it yet and i was waiting for it all to be done yeah so uh, like six episodes out nice little um ending for the sixth episode you know you get the a fight between uh obi and um um darth vader which was uh kind of kind of fun to watch that's why i came you know to watch star wars to get some action um I felt like it was just short. It wasn't really much they could have told, you know, for his story. I felt like it was more of a filler show to kind of, you know, get us something to watch on Disney Plus while, you know, they uh, pump out whatever's next. But it was all right, man. Yeah. Something quick. Probably something you can finish in a day. <laughs> no, uh, that's one of the light binge days. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then outside of that, there was, uh, I started The uh, the Old Man. Okay. Um, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, they're really like three episodes in, so pick a Jason Bourne type show, but uh, the guy's uh, like, you know, in his uh, 60s, old, gray-haired, but he kind of, he still kind of got some of the old uh, ways about him, so to say. So they kind of forced him out of retirement uh, to do some stuff. The storyline's not, story not, not, not too much we haven't seen before. You know, mm-hmm. most of these like spy shows are, you know, something happened with the government and, you know, Iraq or something like that. Um, but they do a great job of explaining things. So you're not really confused where like, you know, sometimes the show is talking about like, uh, what was that show before? Uh, the one where the, the with the girl worked for like the FBI or whatever. Uh, Claire Danes. Yeah. Well, the one that makes the ugly face when she cries. Homeland. Homeland. Yeah. Yeah, so you you remember like how that show used to get like super so I won't say super confusing, but they just throwing around mad names at, at at one time before you even met somebody, and you like like what? Like they don't do any of that. It's more like simple, straightforward. You know, they uh, ease things in. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. They make it easy to to follow as far as the background of people's backgrounds and stuff like that. And so far, three episodes in, you got a little action here and there, um, but it's definitely something to check out. Not a not a bad show. I'm looking forward to seeing the direction of the show. It has a lot of potential. Nice. And then I think that show's on FX, so you can definitely catch that on. Uh, I know Amazon Prime has I think three episodes for free or something like that. But I just watch them on Fire Stick. So. <laughs> and then Westworld is back. Season four. They got the first episode out. Confusing as hell because you know this is seven years after the last season, so. Oh, I just don't. It just. just I, don't, I don't know what's going on, man. I just feel like they just they're recycling different st- versions of the Matrix right now with this show. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it like it, it pretty much makes you seem like the last season really didn't matter based off all the stuff they're fighting for, or fighting fighting to do. Now people are back in the Matrix, mm-hmm. um, but in real life. So I don't know, man. I feel like this show is about to die out soon, man. It seems like they. They're running out of ideas or they they don't know the direction to point the show and they're just kinda like trying to recycle a story in a different format. Yeah. But maybe they maybe that's the point of the show. Cause you know, kinda how the 
you know, pe- the the whole premise of the show is people going to this little ranch hideaway to live a fantasy life, and it's just giving us more different versions of fantasy lives over and over, more different mm-hmm. iterations of the Matrix. So maybe that's uh the purpose of it, but yeah. uh, I feel like it, I feel like it needs to go to another level, but I don't know if uh they're gonna do that or not. Yeah, I I I, I lost that show halfway through season two, and I just never got back into it. Yeah, honestly, if it's if you don't get back into it, honestly, it's not something I can't I can't say it's something that uh you'll miss out if you never watch it. Mm-hmm. But then other than that, I think that's it, man. I don't got any other. I'm trying to think of any other shows I was watching. Um, quick fire stick check. Hold on. Did you watch You Don't Know Me yet? Um, no. What, what's that about? That's about that's the British show about a uh, a guy who. Uh, meets this girl falls in love with her and then uh she disappears and he like finds her it's it, I, I can't really it's only four episodes so there's not really basically this girl that he falls in love with she's kind of quiet she's kind of reserved she reads a lot of books and one day she just like disappears and then he figures out about her life and and uh you know has to has some confrontations essentially no, I, I think I, I, I seen I seen it on uh, Netflix. I just didn't hit uh, watch because I saw that and I saw um, they had that movie Spiderhead. Uh, yeah. I wanted to check that out, and then um, I tried watching Northman. It, it was kind of too intense for me. Um, I also yeah. felt like I was like super judging it, like like because like yeah. you know the they sent like six guys in to fight a bunch of people. Yeah, D six. I don't want to say. Uh, they got untouched, but pretty much the main guy he gets untouched, not even like scratched. Um, they're shooting arrows at him. He's dodging the arrows. Like, come on, nobody's dodging arrows. Yeah, nobody's dodging arrows back then. Um, but I mean, you know, they're trying to make it seem like you know he was possessed. But and I, and I feel like we're getting a, a lot of uh, we've gotten a lot of uh, uh, like Viking stuff. Uh, you know, movies or you know stuff about mm-hmm. that that. It's just kind of like I'm trying to see something different, and that uh, wasn't it. Just fell back in line. I'm trying to check out the Black Phone. I heard it was a, a good uh, horror show, horror movie. That's what uh, uh, I think Ethan Hawke okay. like kidnap kidnaps a kid. So if y'all get to see that, and then uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I sent you that uh, the little clip of the the oh, uh, yeah. the <laughs> the sister wives. Yeah, that show is wild, man. The shit, the shit they getting off on that show, man. Um, it's just hilarious. It's just pure comedy. I think that's pretty much it, man. Awesome. I think Love Island starts soon, so scary. Well, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll, Friday. yeah, you'll, you'll hear about that. And uh, yeah, Stranger Things. Stranger you got Stranger Things, things too, man. So uh, I know it's Fourth of July. I know it's Fourth of July weekend, but uh, I don't know, man. Might have to wait, man. Yeah, I'll find some time for it. It's gonna be tough, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>